Welcome to SpotCast, your single point of contact podcast for the service management and support industries. Brought to you by HDI on the web at thinkhdi.com. I'm Roy Atkinson, your host for SpotCast. Our guest for this episode of SpotCast is Fancy Mills, the Director of Training and Content for HDI. Fancy has more than 20 years of experience specialized in consulting, training, and human resource development. Her main area of focus has been working with the service and support centers and contact centers across various industries to optimize their performance. As an ICMI and HDI business associate, she certified thousands of service and support professionals, managers, directors, analysts, agents, technicians, and corporate trainers around the world in virtual and classroom environments. In addition to training, she has developed and facilitated customized curriculum and training and consulted for Fortune 500 companies in the areas of customer service, customer experience, quality management, workforce management, presentation, communication, and time management skills. Fancy has served as chair for the International Certification Standard Committee and holds a master's degree in human resource development with a specialization in adult education from Texas A&M University. Fancy, I know that you've done a good deal of work on the value of training, and it's just something that you care a lot about. And you care about the value both to the individual and to the organization that is providing the training or sends the individual to the training. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you think the training is valuable? Yeah, I mean, training is valuable both at the individual and the organizational level. And you can look at, you know, the inputs to the individuals become, you know, the outputs to the organization. And, you know, our, our definition of training is, is really changing and it has changed where, you know, we think of training as this formal event that, you know, happens and you go to it and you learn and then you leave. And, you know, we know that con- you know, training is a continuous process and, where the definition of training is really changing is mentoring is training, coaching is training. You know, this conversation that we're having, uh, it could be providing training nuggets to an individual. Um, documentation is training. Video is, is training. So we have to think about training in different buckets. There's informal training. You know, there's formal training. There's training that's specifically designed to help the knowledge, skills, abilities, and, you know, even culture of an individual and, and an organization. So at the individual level, what, what companies really have to think about is what is my goal of training? How am I going to craft this? Or you know, what, what vendors and you know, suppliers can I use um, if we don't have the expertise in-house to deliver that training? And you know, to, to the organization, you know, training is just so, it's so valuable, um, especially from an HDI perspective of what we can offer when you bring people together and you can teach specific uh, areas of how to improve. So what, we're really, what we really want to focus on is what are, what are your challenges? What are your pain points? What's keeping you from being as successful as you want to be? And then helping develop uh, really consultative-based, application-based training. And that's where that definition of training is really changing, too, is it needs to be consultative and it needs to be curated based on what the need of the organization are and it really needs to be application based which means someone just doesn't sit there and lecture you have to have polling you have to have reflection time you have to have engaging activities um there's just so many 
uh, moving parts to training that that's really important to put together. And so training is just valuable because it's something that has to be continuous. It has to be real time. It has to be proactive. And what I'm really passionate about is, you know, myself being a lifelong learner and how do we you know, at HDI help our customers at the individual and organizational level uh, become passionate about being lifelong learners and, and continuously improving across the board. I, I hear a lot of parallels there actually to the way I think about knowledge management in that knowledge management isn't just documentation. It's also video and audio and all the other ways that we consume information and it's ongoing. All right. We talk a lot about KCS at HDI and how it's ongoing and, and everybody's involved and everybody uh, has a stake in it. So it's very interesting parallels there between the two. Yeah. I mean, knowledge management you know, optimizing your knowledge management processes is a really big input into training because what you develop and, and put into your knowledge management program, your knowledge management documentation, those are outputs to the training process. And so I think companies, um, there, we worked with a lot of successful companies that, that have made that connection. And we work with those to help make that continuous connection. How are you constantly training real time on, on what's driving your business and, and being proactive in looking at you know, problems that you have and how that ties into the knowledge management um, and incident management process too. And it also seems that you're talking about how training has evolved and changed over time uh, and how we think about it has to change as well. And, and that leads me to ask you, how do you see the traditional support center, and I'm doing air quotes there, by the way, and when I think about that traditional support center, I think about a tiered structure, you know, level one, level two, level three, whatever, um, and a very strong reliance on telephone metrics, which we still see like 40% of our top 10 metrics um, in our research are still about the telephone. And, and how do you see that changing and how do you see it continuing over the next, say, three to five years? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think that's an interesting, you know, it's a, Interesting that we're seeing still those numbers. I think it. I think it already is changing. And I think, you know, um, especially for you know traditional internal support centers who do still rely on the phone. Those those phone metrics, you know, are very important to the business. But we're also seeing uh, the change with the tiered structure and uh, different metrics that companies are measuring. So I think you know th it's hard to say because there there are still a lot of companies that do have you know tiers or levels. But we're also seeing a lot of companies that are collapsing those levels and so we're trying to align you know what we're what we're teaching and our best practices to that as well so you may have someone who's you know their, their role might be a technician but they may actually you know take contacts chats you know emails web tickets and they might actually go out in the field or they might actually work a walk-up desk or they may actually be doing some advanced level work remotely with the customer so you know, there's really not a one size. What we're learning, what we, what we really want to craft um, our curriculum around is there's really not a one size fits all mentality anymore. It's really about what's best for the goals of your business, who you're supporting, what you're supporting. And that's where we really want to come in again, kind of help you curate and craft what does your structure need, need to look like. Um, we're also seeing swarming, you know, which is a concept that's been around, um, you know, for years. Swarming being adopted in, in many different ways and shapes and forms, uh, which is allowing kind of that breakdown of tiered structures and you have more people involved 
in helping to you know, real time resolve incidents. So that's something else that we're seeing. So I think it will it will definitely continue to change as we see um, roles in organizations change, as we see technology advance, um, as we see you know more remote collaboration and more of a focus on not just resolving incidents but eliminating incidents completely. You know, driving people to self service is, is is great, but how do you keep customers from even having to deal with an incident in the first place is where a lot of organizations are, are really wanting to go. Which, of course, involves problem management, as we know. But just referring back to what you said about swarming, um, just you know, in our research, we've discovered that in the last year, about 22% of organizations identify themselves as using intelligence swarming. So that's definitely a growing growing method of doing support. So speaking of transformation, we at HDI, as you well know, are currently undergoing transformation and adding more service management content and training and updating existing courses to reflect the changes in the industry that we've just been talking about. Can you tell us a little about uh, where the new course content is coming from and what else HDI is doing to move ahead in the future? Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this because we are, you know, we have a pretty aggressive um, roadmap and plan for updating existing content that, that flows into our courses. And it's very similar to um, what we were just talking about. One of the courses that, that we're updating currently is our desktop technician course. And we're advancing the course to be to include desktop and advanced support technicians. Because what we're finding is, yes, we're still we're still going out in the field, but we're also working walk-up desks. We're also doing you know remote collaboration with customers. So this role is really expanded. And so we're expanding this course to really reflect that role. It's going to cover traditional face-to-face support and desktop, but it's also going to talk about business relationship management in your role as a technical advisor. You know, you're not just a technician, you're actually an advisor, you're a consultant and teaching, you know, our customers those skills, I think is really important. And our new content comes from the industry. Uh, We convene, you know, our standards committee, which includes leaders um, from various industries across the board, higher education, you know, government utilities, and then we also include um, our business associates who are in the trenches, on the ground, teaching, consulting every week. And our, our course content comes from a wide variety of input and uh, perspectives. And we have a unique challenge of, you know, we can't have a course be everything to everybody, but we want to make sure that we have best practices that can apply across various industries. And we always teach in class, you know, you may have to modify this to fit for your environment, but we really want our course content to come from the industry, to even come from our customers. And that's that's really important to us to make sure that it's, it's, it's resonating and it's relevant to our audience. And so that's what we're really doing to move towards the future is we're, you know, we're going to have our traditional standards, which is our competencies and our range of knowledge that we base our tests on. But we really want our our curriculum to be application-based, to be very consultative, to be very much what's going on now in the industry and then then moving forward. Um, Some other things that we're looking at is 
Um, beyond testing, you know, what can, how can we help our customers better implement what they're learning? And so by that, we are looking at, you know, can we add to our certification process and include, um, you know, creating a work product or creating a project that we're actually grading, and I'm using air quotes, you know, grading at HDI, but we're also going to provide you input. Because the last thing that we want is for someone to come to a class, take a test, and then not use the information. Um, our books are designed to be to be you know, training reference manuals. Like you keep it on your desk and you have it and you refer back to it. And what's exciting for me is when I go out and visit customers, they'll pull out their book and I see it tabbed and it's and it's torn up. And they're like, I look at this all the time. And that's really our drive towards the future is to continuously evolve, learn from our customers and take these inputs um, into our courses and, and the output becomes that that really focused you know, education training uh, for our customers to help them you know continuously improve. And and I'm happy to hear that other people do the let's stick some post-it notes as tabs in their books and and mark them up and beat them up the way I do. So that's great. Know, it's really fun to see, and it's you know I I really. <laughs> It's so fun. We go in and, and see those manuals still in people's bookshelves, and they're, they're like, I still refer back to it, you know, or I, I, you know, I still talk to somebody that I had in my class, or I have students that email me still and, and say, hey, you know, I, I, what do you think about this? I've learned this. So it's really, you know, the other thing about our, our, our training, too, that, that I think we don't focus on enough, and we should, is just the connections that you make in class. They're really so valuable. I mean, it's amazing when you get all different people from different industries and different walks of life who have the same challenges. And there's just really power in that knowledge um, you know, that collectively just that energy that happens in class when we're learning from each other. And I always tell, you know, I always tell our customers and I used to tell my students, you're going to learn from me. You know, hopefully you'll get some nuggets from me. You're definitely going to learn from the book, but you're going to learn just as much from each other. And that's really a big, a big um, value that, that we provide is just that time to really reflect and talk to um, your, your, your fellow students in class too. And without blowing our own horn too much here, I, I would say as a, as a longtime member of HDI before I joined the staff, and, and of course since I've been with HDI, it, the community body of knowledge, as it were, is just extraordinarily valuable. The ability just to be able to see that someone else is suffering through the same pain that you are and maybe has found a creative way to get through it and they're perfectly willing to share that with you that that value is just tremendous and and that's something i've always liked about the organization and enjoy being part of it yeah i think it's a great point we also have to practice what we preach it's like a knowledge management process you know the inputs that we get in class and we we get feedback and we're, we're constantly looking at that and we're, we're trying to update, you know, our notes and, and our curriculum. And so it's, we want to have the same process that we share with our customers. And I think that's where it's that, where it's really valuable is um, you know, that constant updating of, of, of what we're seeing and what we're sharing in the industry is, uh, it's really important. And we get that from our students and from our customers. And so that's, that's a big input, um, you know, and, and drive towards the future is continually, you know, continuously getting that input that we that we can use in various ways and I, and I know that uh, you're excited about now our new relationship with uh, ITEL 
um, and that we have become an ATO. Uh, and can, can you talk a little bit more about that and how the schedule looks like it's going to happen for ITIL 4? Because I know a lot of people are interested in that. Uh, we acquired a company called ProPoint that uh, many of our listeners have probably heard of. And, and Jim Bolton um, was the founder of ProPoint. So we acquired ProPoint late Q3, Q4 last year. And so we now have in our possession, as I like to say, we have a whole service management portfolio. So that happened later in the year. And the first course that we've released is a course called Service Management Optimization. And that course is focused on four key processes incident request, uh, problem, and change. And we're looking at updating it with knowledge management. And that's one of the key courses that we're, we're going to continuously update and evolve. And that course does not have a certification. What it has is a roadmap that you're building on how to improve those key service operational processes. With the acquisition of ProPoint, we are now an authorized training provider, ATO operation with uh, PeopleCert. And so we are still offering ITEL 3. We are um, in the process of evaluating ITEL 4 and we'll be implementing, creating uh, an ITEL 4 foundations course in the next few months. So we're really assessing, you know, how does ITEL 4 inform us? And, and we also have our own HDI best practices as well. So uh, we're also looking at DevOps and, and Agile, Agile and Lean, and you know, in other uh, frameworks because we want to make sure when we're creating our curriculum that is aligned with other frameworks, but we're, we're not going to be guided by a specific framework um, because our, our first, first and foremost, our responsibility is to the service and support industries. And so we want to make sure that what we're doing aligns with other frameworks so it's adaptable as well. So... Um, we're super excited about our service management capabilities. We have service management assessments. Um, we have service management consulting capabilities, and we will be um, implementing our service management courseware throughout 2019 and 2020 as well. That's uh, terrific. And, and I know that we have traditionally, over a period of time, offered a good deal of service management content. And, and of course, we have a lot of that available on our newly redesigned website i might add another little plug there uh now mobile friendly uh, um <laughs> yes, right it is. It, yes, it, make sure it, it is indeed and it it works so that's that's good news we're we're making a lot of progress so in terms of the overall industry of service management and support which are closely related as we know uh, what, in your view, are some of the biggest obstacles organizations are currently facing and maybe some perspective on how we might be able to help them address those obstacles and solve their problems? When it's related to service management, I think it's having a true understanding and, a true understanding and then developing goals of what service management means. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of companies are like, oh, we're ITEL certified and we do ITEL. But do you really? And it's really looking at those, those challenges of understanding what you want to implement and how. And I think what we find with our customers, they have a lot of initiatives that start and stop. And they get partway through a process, you know, developing a process, but they don't get through it fully. You know, an example of this, we had a consulting engagement recently where we helped craft a solution. They're like, oh my gosh, 
we, our incident management process is a mess. You know, we started it, but we just don't have the personnel or the expertise to help, you know, map it out entirely. So we went in and helped them map out that process. And so I think that's some of the biggest challenges is, you know, executives really understanding what frameworks do you want? What are your goals and objectives? And getting everyone on the same page and understanding their, their part in implementing the process, I think is, is one of the biggest challenges. And so um, where, where we really see customers coming to us and, and really where we provide value is just those core service operation processes, help us with incident access, requests, um, knowledge, service level management, creating a service catalog, uh, you know, problem management, as we discussed, and you know, really honing in on some of those those key, you know, service operational processes where you know a lot of our customers um, are still working on improving it. And I, I, we see a maturity level, you know, that that we haven't seen in the past. It's like it's not where we don't have processes at all. It's where we've gotten started and we're here. We just need help getting us to the next level, and that's where we're really. Um, our customers come from is they're no longer just reactive. They're moving towards that, you know, proactive, um, you know, customer centric level. And we want to help them become really business centric. And so that's where we're really, you know, where we see um, customers struggling, where we really want to help them. Interesting. And, and it relates to what you mentioned earlier about being a lifelong learner. I think organizations have to take that perspective too, in that, it's not just a send your staff to three days of training and you're done. It's the ongoing learning that everyone does together that makes the organization successful. Would you agree with that? I, I, that's my perspective anyway. I, I totally agree with that. And I, you know, there, there have to be learning objectives established. You know, there have to be goals and objectives that you meet in class. And then there have to be, you know, action items and, continuous learning um, that happens afterwards as well. And so that's something for me that I think is, you know, it's really important that we discuss with our customers is really understanding what, what their goals and objectives are. And then, you know, we don't just come on, we just don't go to a course for two days and, and then it's done. You have to, it's a continuous process. And it's just like you don't implement a process and then you're done. You know, you don't implement a practice and then you're done. It has to be continuously improved. And I think that's the transition that, you know, and the mindset that you have to get in is that we have to develop, you know, continuous learning plans. And um, that's what we really want to help our customers customers do. We want to be able to offer a wide variety of content to help our customers do that as well. You mentioned before about how, uh, you know, ITIL and, and other frameworks um, need to be integrated and ad adapted to each other and, and how our standard same thing i've often thought that sometimes that organizations adopt itil or some other framework as an ideology say we're an itil shop and and they lose sight of the fact that they have much to learn from the broader community and again it goes back to having co those conversations and uh, how our training classes themselves can form a seedbed of that kind of conversation and um, maybe you want to talk a little bit about our community plans over the next year and how what where we're going with uh, you know the membership and so forth. Yeah, it's it's a really exciting time right now for the HDI um, community. So we are evolving to um, a community that is free. 
So we have lots, and Roy's worked on a lot of this. We have our best practices and salary survey. We have all of our white papers and research that um, in the past, you know, we have um, put out for our membership for a fee. And now we are in a sense ungating all of that and providing unpaid membership. And the, the goal for building our community is to really start to build this global community. And we're really just scratching the surface and getting started with this. And this is where we want, you know, community input. And our goal is um, on HDI Connect, so you can go and become a member for free right now. Um, our goal is to start connecting uh, our, our community members to industries and to specific topics that they want guidance on. You can ask questions of each other and start you know, different strands going and get feedback from your peers. And so we're really wanting to develop this into a truly connected community. Um, my goal on the training um, and certification side is to start building you know, classes. So if you've taken a support center director class, um, we're going to start you know, developing groups for support center directors and and technicians and managers. So we're going to start developing group level connections. Uh, so it's really exciting. And, you know, we really want as much you know, feedback from, from our community members about what, what topics do you want to see and what groups do you want us to create? And uh, again, what's exciting for me is this is really, we can, we can tap into a global market. This is open for anybody all across the world uh, to really become a member of. So that has started as of this month. And so our goal is to really grow our community and the value and benefit that you get obviously is, is our content and our resources. We will be offering, you know, some discounts and, you know, fun promos and different things um, for just those community members as well. So we're really excited to evolve our membership into the community model and to really grow it. That is exciting times for all concerned, and uh, it, it's a great message to get out there that we're, we are listening, and we are watching and, and here to advise and help where we can, but also here to learn from everybody. So in, inviting the world in is a very good thing, in, in my humble opinion. And uh, Fancy, it's terrific to speak with you. Uh, it's always a pleasure, and it's it's good to have you in the organization. Um, you've been around the organization for a long time, but now you are in the organization in a leadership role, and it's it's terrific to work with you. Oh, thank you, Roy. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And then, you know, again, it's just it's really exciting to be um, a part of HDI at this time with with a lot of transition and change, but it's all really about growing the industry. And, um, you know, making this, the service and support world a better place for all of us. And I'm really excited to be involved in an organization that really um, is committed to doing that and, and connecting, you know, everyone together. So I really appreciate you having me and look forward to a uh, really productive and fun new year. Thank you so much, Fancy. Thank you. You can learn more about HDI's new free community membership at thinkhdi.com. Thank you very much for listening. This is Roy Atkinson, your host for Spotcast. See you next time.